BustedTees.com. Like t-shirts? I, I have a question. Why have you not already gone there and started buying all the cool geeky gear they offer? Look, I'm not just saying this because they're a sponsor. I mean, they are, so it helps. But I'm saying this because it's true and because we love you and we want to see you smile, boo. They have retro movie, game, and pop culture-inspired clothing and apparel, and their stuff is amazing. Go over, drop some gear in your cart, then drop our promo code at checkout. That's my name, Jason, 25945, and they're going to hook you up with a sweet discount. You're happy, we're happy, peace falls across the world, and you look badass when it happens. That code again is Jason, 25945, and that website is bustedtees.com. Designs that pop culture. What could I do with a prom episode? Did you guys go to your prom? I did. I did not. I wore a zoot suit, remember? Zootsie was. Oh, that's right, yeah. Zoot suit. Oh, I got oh. I got embarrassing story about my junior proms. What well, happened at the junior prom? No, I got no. Uh, I showed up thinking I had been invited by a girl, and turned out I wasn't. <laughs> she was just asking if I was going in general, and I thought she was inviting me to go as her date. <laughs> Not the yeah. non sequitur I want to play. She wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I probably will, but <laughs> Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? We Who needs a mixtape? You Who makes a mixtape? We Who needs a mixtape? You so there we go we're in we're here A pork truck sandwich that's not really tasty right yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> just right now it's like just this right morning now. for breakfast like one of pork yeah. chop sandwiches or spicy mustard you know. spicy mustard would be very good you know. <laughs> hey guys like I'm maybe, maybe make like a bond me out of I, I'm, Ooh, yeah. I'm Jason mm-hmm. Emmett welcome to the little, pork chop nice sandwich mutton, show you know? all pork chops all the time aioli. Uh, I'm Casey Masterpiece and I'm Twisted Kid Matt. And <laughs> they're I'm very hungry. And now wanting a pork chop sandwich at this point. <laughs> These two are very just weird hungry, apparently. Just ate breakfast. This might be the yeah, weirdest. I just had a bowl of cereal. Show opener. <laughs> pork chop sandwich. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what's up, guys? How you doing? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Yeah. We're not bad, man. Matt had a fun evening yesterday. Uh, I had a fun yeah. evening too. I mean, I hung out with yeah. with KC and and Stewie D and my wife, and uh, we met up with the guys talking from about future of Humble Monk. Uh, yeah, we're gonna yep. setting some stuff up up there. Um, we're working on Stay some tuned. big projects and whatnot, uh, and that, some of those will be show related. And we will let you guys know if anybody's 
near the Cincinnati area or you're uh, willing to travel here to meet some really cool people, that might be happening sometime down the road. We'll let you know. But Yeah, because I will be there every uh, Monday uh, through Friday. I'll be signing autographs if you want you know, <laughs> yeah. to see me. Yeah. But we'll be keep, keeping you posted with we'll keep you you know, posted. other yeah. celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt yeah. got to meet a, a, cele- a celebrity last night, Matt. Yeah, another want, celebrity. Two the, weeks in a row, I met a yeah, celebrity. Yeah, you lucky dog. Yeah, uh, it sometimes pays to mindlessly scroll through Facebook and see events that are happening. Um, but I saw that uh, comedian Brian Posehn was going to be in town doing comedy. And uh, prior to his show, he was going to be at a comic book store not too far from my house signing autographs. Uh, so I quickly got ready and... Within two hours, I was out there meeting the guy and meeting get, Brian uh, Posehn. Yeah, met Brian Posehn, talked to him for a little bit. Uh, he complimented my Monster Squad shirt that I was wearing at the nice. time. Uh, yeah, I've, I've already uh, tagged Andre and he's responded as well. So that was pretty cool. So uh, the world started folding in on itself of how awesome uh, Monster Squad is. <laughs> <laughs> so hint, hint. Yeah, hint, hint, hint yeah. about the other Got stuff a, we might have been talking about. Oh, a few I, minutes ago. I wasn't hinting. <laughs> I know you, you weren't hint at it. Go for it. Yeah. That's pretty uh, cool. Uh, there may be some squad related activities occurring. Maybe it's really cool that you possibly. I, I, I Brian Posehn's comedy is hilarious. If you yeah. if you guys have never checked it out, but obviously he's also an actor, and you all know him from. Yeah. You know, shows like The Big Bang Theory and stuff, so. Yeah. Just shoot me. Just shoot me. Uh, he's been a ton of shit. He's, he currently has his own comic out right now. Uh, well, one of them that he, he writes for, but he's also known for writing Deadpool as well. Oh, that's so. cool. I did oh, not know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. He would sign pretty much anything that you wanted him to sign. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I got, I got his new comic and. Oh, that's cool. That I'd frame yeah. that sucker up. That'd be cool. Oh, it, it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. that's neat. I love that shit. And uh, you said he was a really nice guy, which I he always yeah, came off nice like guy. he seemed like a, a super nice guy. I love it when we very, get to talk Very, very tall as well. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, mm. you know. Matt, I saw your patch on your vest, and it was making me laugh a little bit. Your uh, Which one? Your chubby guy patch. Oh, chubby boy magic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, chubby boy magic. He has a patch yeah. on his jacket or in his vest that says chubby boy magic, and I, I got a kick yeah. out of that. It was good. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, we I, I had I had one on there that says uh, "Feel my beard five dollars." <laughs> so try it was like at least if people are going to do it, I might as well try to. Make might some well, money do off people of it. do people actually take you up on that? Uh, not the not the payment part of it. People want to feel people your just, beard. They just grab it. That's fucking you know. weird. That's so weird, dude, man. It, it is yeah. very weird. Why is it only fans with your beard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, only, just camera only just beard zoomed in, and you're shaking it slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> there is actually you're waving dude, okay, in the air. Okay, side note: there was a video of me about to get a haircut, but at the time my beard was probably at its longest, and I needed it trimmed up. And uh, the girl that was cutting it decided to take a video of me shaking my hair. And subsequently, uh, my I beard think as well. I and feel like put I've it in seen slow that. motion. You might have yeah, because your hair was super long there for a minute yeah, too. So yeah. I remember when and that one that long ago when you got your hair cut. I remember that. So yeah, uh, I, it's weird how there are certain things in the world where people lose all respect for personal space. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like if you're pregnant, I've, oh, I'm gonna touch your. Please don't touch. I've heard women be like, "Why does everybody yeah. want to touch my damn stomach?" 
Dude, okay. So I also have my ears stretched out as yeah. well. And there are two groups of people. One of them is a specific person um, who are allowed to touch my my ear holes. That's me. As weird as this sounds. I'm allowed to touch his ear hole. <laughs> well, you, you are included in there. Yes, you have my permission. I don't want to. As long as you give me the warning ahead. Um, can I touch your ear hole, Matt? You sure can, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, babies. I got some awfully big fingers just to warn you. Uh, well, that's, that's where we're headed with this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> babies are allowed because I can't tell a baby not to do that. Cause that would be weird. Scolding a baby. Um, and the other person, main person is Doug Jones. Anytime I'm around Doug Jones and he tries to stick his finger in my ear, I'll let him cause it's because it's Doug, Doug Jones, Jones. And, yeah. and he's done it every time I've met him. That's so. Right. It's so weird. Yeah. Honestly. Same, same with the with the chubby bunny thing, too. He he did that as well. If, if I'm going to be honest with you, man, I mean, I have my ears pierced and uh, they're they're I mean, they're gauged up once. I mean, they're not very big. Yeah. And I don't I, I don't want to touch your your uh, your gauges, man. Yeah, they uh, smell shit terrible. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't clean like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know why people want to do He's that. Like, but they're just like, oh, I got to touch that. And then like, they pull their why? finger back just, and they're like, you're like, yeah, not nice, is it? It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, some yeah. people are into that sort of thing. Uh, you yeah. know? Like, you like the ear cheese? All right. Yeah. 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 I'll spread yeah. it on a cracker and give it a taste. You know what we're, Sick bastard. You know what we're not talking about this week is ear cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can. Oh, I got some stuff, and I uh, I don't have it prepped for this week, uh, so it'll be on next week's show. We've got we got some cool shit. We got a voicemail. We also yes. got, yeah. We also oh. got our, our first <laughs> video video of the Macarena, which is yeah. awesome. Somebody actually sent one so in. So good. And uh, we have something extra special that was. So we reached out to Skizna. Um, Oh, to yeah. help out with he he had some uh, music he'd produced for us years ago, and uh, there's some stuff going on with uh, our boy Spank Dog, and and so I reached out to Skiznot to see if he still had this track, and he did, which uh, he sent it over. Which thank you, Skiznot, we appreciate that. Spanky was ecstatic, and uh, he found <laughs> he found another piece, uh, a karaoke sort of that he. <laughs> Highly produced karaoke he did for us, and uh, we're gonna Very much, we're gonna yeah. play it. <laughs> I, I have to download it. I was dying, like I was in my car, dying laughing listening to this thing. Yeah. Like, oh my god, some of it I don't even remember the references, and some I do. Uh, I should I should just play it on this week's show because I was gonna say this is all pre mixtape by the way this is yeah this is the old the old show yeah Yeah. and it's bizarre i I think i can get to it really quick dug it out from the archives is what he did yeah and i was like i was cracking i'm like oh my god this is like the best thing ever um oh yeah i can i think i can get to it right here i I listened to it i listened to it at work and was just like oh my god this is so they're bringing back some weird memories there's yes and there's some references (laughs) in here uh listen if you're easily offended uh this there. was made during a, in a different time. <laughs> no, there there might be a word. Um, uh, hopefully the word. The, the word I'm just going to warn you. Is it the C word? The, 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 is the it word, the R word? The word. Um, the word cock is in here. <laughs> so I. I'm oh. sorry. Hey, it it was involving your mouth. So. <laughs> now we got to play it. <laughs> uh, let's you're see. The one, you're the one who said right, it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it right now. Let's see if it'll play like this. Oh God. All right, here we go. Oh, motherfucker. Okay. 
Tall motherfucker. Brother D, y'all. Tall motherfucker. Brother D, y'all. Pork chop sandwiches. Tall motherfucker. Tall motherfucker. Tall motherfucker. Just let yourself go. That's just sick, yo. With an even dumber fucking sunglasses. Pulled me off, and that little hat from Betty Davis Eyes that you got on top fucking $120. Well, I just fucking had my own love life. Are you sneezing? And so many people make it into that. Like, you know, we have Derek Cook. We have, uh, you know, us. We obviously have um, Patrick from Scream Queens is in there and part of that. Dude, it brings back so many memories. It's like. So many. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And listen, we want all of you to do karaoke's. They don't have to be that produced. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that good. I, I mean, mean, if you, you want don't to. Have to be like any of us, but yeah. You know, we're setting a high bar yeah, right there. That was some cool stuff, man. He sent that back and, and I, or he sent that over and I was like, oh my God. Like there's Swamp Thing references. Mm hmm. I was I was cracking up and like some of it like I had flashbacks and some of it I'm like I don't remember this at all. <laughs> like, yeah. So great stuff. Oh, wow. Thank you, Skiznot. Like that was amazing. We loved it. Thank you, Skiznot. Getting that to walk awesome. a little trip down memory lane for us was really mm-hmm. cool. So that was from our old show, um, way early yeah, back. We're in talking the days. old, like yeah, the obscurity. We 80s. started that in '08, like. I was only a listener yeah. of that show. Yeah. I was not on that show. Well, that's how we met you. 
Um, yes. We met him. Matt became through Horror Hound, and it was like a whole podcasting community and groups of guys that we all like BSed with. And some of those, some of those guys you hear on there. Remember, we used to have the voicemail line on there. We'd get regular yeah. calls yeah. on that. And that one of those things you heard on there was an actual voicemail we got. Mm-hmm. So it was just it was brother it was, deep beatboxing. Yep, it was great, man. That was a fun trip down memory lane. Uh, speaking of which, man, a lot of us met at Horror Hound, and Aaron has been on the show with us before, and he's going to be on the show with us here again. Actually, he's going to do a Twisted Kid with us sometime here in the future, so actually the video stuff. Um, but Horror Hound is coming up uh weekend of March 24th, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I guess, so, right? Yeah. Uh, here in Cincinnati, Ohio. If you can make it out, you guys should come out. We'll, uh, we'll be there, uh, at least some of us. Matt may or may not be there. We have... He's I'm, he's. I'm, I'm thinking about. He's thinking it. about thinking trying, about it. and if not, we're hoping that he might. Uh, if he doesn't make it out to that, he might make it to the Smithereens concert, and uh, yeah, maybe get to meet the guys. We're trying to set that up, yeah. so we'll get we, about that. Yeah, we'll let you guys know about all that stuff too. Uh, so the Smithereens are actually going to be out in Kansas City that weekend. I think the twenty uh, fourth as well, right? So yep. Uh, so if you're in that area, you can go check them out. Obviously, we did the interview on the show with uh, Dennis Dyken from. Smithereens, it was a great interview, so check that out as well. But um, if you guys can make it out to Horror Hound, make it out and, and look for us. Uh, we'll be we have we'll be press out there. You'll 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 see us wandering around, and we'll probably have on some kind of some of us will have on some kind of accoutrement. And uh, there's some great people out there, so uh, that are going to be on this particular uh, run of Horror Hound Weekend. You can Google HorrorHoundWeekend.com, but a, a big chunk of the cast of Karate Kid is going to be out there. Ralph Macchio. Uh, Martin Cove and William Zapka are all going to be out there. Christy Swanson, the freaking original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Devin Saw was going to be out there. Uh, oh, God, man. There was a shit ton of people. Uh, but to Get top it all off. hands VHS signed. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you should. Uh, that would be. I actually like that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a lot. No, it's great. Dude. Yeah. I, I want to do a Twisted Kid on it. It's, it's, I, I it's totally love that movie. I agree. Yeah. I've always thought so. Uh, but Bruce Campbell's going to be there too, guys. So come out. And the chin is back. Oh, and John Kassir. I'm really hoping that we can get to talk to him again. Uh, John Kassir, oh, super, yes. super great guy. Phil Fondacaro is going to be out there. Doug Bradley is going to be himself, out there. Fuzz Bucket himself, y'all. Fuzz Bucket himself. Yep. So we're hoping yes. to get to talk to some of these people, I, 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 you know, and see what we can uh, see what we can pull. But if you can make it out, you can Google HorrorHoundWeekend.com. It'll take you right to it. So if you guys can make it out, come out and try to try to meet up with us. That'd be great. Uh, we might as well just do this part here instead of at the end of the show. Hey, you know, we've got uh, all the social medias. We're on the Facebooks and the TikToks and we're on the Twitters and we're on the Instagrams. You can find the easiest ways by going over to the website, which has been revamped. All the T-shirts are available now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, com. you'll see a link tree thing. That'll take you to everything. Um, but if yeah. you're looking for us, we are mix underscore tape underscore pod on Twitter. Um we are Tapeworms, fans of the Mixtape Podcast, uh, over on Facebook. Matt, what's our Instagram handle? Wow, when you put me on the spot like that, I uh, I got to <laughs> look it up. I believe it's, it's something Mixtape related. <laughs> underscore tape underscore podcast dot com. Yeah, I was gonna, it's, it's something. I'm looking it up. It's something Mixtape related. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Mixtape Podcast. The Mixtape Podcast with underscores between each there other. There you go. Easy enough. Uh, and yeah. uh, we also have a phone number. Matt, am I putting you on the spot for that? So I give you a second? No, that one uh, I have right in front of me. Yeah, that, that one I got right there. Uh, hey, guys, uh, if you'd like to give us a call, the number is 513-437-2377, which is also known as 
nope, that's not right. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> it is. I was just, yeah, let me try that again. It's uh, 513-HE-RAD-77. And you can call and leave us a voicemail. Uh, beatbox into our eardrums if you want. Yep. Um, if uh, if you don't want to beatbox, uh, that's not acceptable. <laughs> you can only beatbox into it. So uh, call, leave us a voicemail, do your best uh, Macho Man Randy Savage impression, and prove that mine is not creepy. Or just it is just it's how he talks very no, soft. It's creepy, and uh, yeah, it's very creepy. You can is it? Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's it's very, very, very. Or you could just leave oh. us a regular voicemail too. That's great. We'll play it here on the show. Um, I think the uh, the uh, Macarena video will be going up on our TikTok and our Instagram this week. Oh so yeah, you guys you gotta be get looking that for going. that. And uh, well, that challenge is still out. We would love for more people. Yeah, please remember, do. we want you to do the Macarena while staring, staring <laughs> straight faced and creepy into the camera. Yeah. That was the. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. What, I think Matt threw that one Just, out too. Yeah, make it full eye contact, mm-hmm. but with with the internet. So yeah. with like all you're that looking be- deep into the souls of everyone online. <laughs> yep. with, with all that being said, we actually do have a show topic for you this week, and it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, are you surprised? Believe it or not, yeah. I'm very excited. We are walking on air. I'm very, I'm very excited about this week's – dude, that was so stupid. I'm very excited about this week's <laughs> show topic, actually. So I put it out there, and I said, hey, guys, um, let's do uh, 80s prom. What would you put on an 80s prom mixtape? But I wanted to take it a step further, and we each have a theme. Uh, you guys brought your themes, and then I felt kind of lame about my theme, but it's still my theme, so it d- doesn't oh, really well, play it. There you go. Matt's plays heavily into his mixtape. Mine and Kevin's don't, but Kevin's is still a better theme than mine, damn it. But that's okay. <laughs> um, so I've been thinking about this, and since mine we sucks. We understood the assignment, basically, is what you're saying. No, I mean, it was just a theme. You know, <laughs> It was no particular style that I was more compatible with on my yeah. theme. I just w- wanted an extra theme and a kiss. Hey, now. Hey, now. Yeah. Don't dream. Hey Don't dream it over. <laughs> so we're going to start with mine. We're going to start with mine this week. All so right. again, a little different this week. We each brought four songs we would put on our uh, prom mixtape plus one slow song. What is our slow song for the night? So... um I'm going to start off with mine. Here's my first choice, what I would put on an 80s prom mixtape right here. So let's sing another trick, because it'll give me time to think. If I had the chance, I'd ask a woman to dance, and I'll be dancing with myself. I'll be dancing with myself. I'll be dancing with myself. Dancing with Myself, Billy Idol, uh, released. This, was, this song was actually released in the UK in October of 1980 where it reached number 62 on the singles chart. So then they like remixed it and then they re-released it. Um, so the original was actually released by his band and then they re-released it here just under Billy Idol. So I don't know if you guys know at one time he was like a full band and then they, when he no, brought no. him to, when he came to the States, it was just, they just went Billy Idol with it. Um, and it was released here in the States in 1981. It reached number 27 on the U S billboard hot dance club party chart. Um, and, the inspiration for the song is actually really cool. I've often kind of wondered, and there's a lot of comments throughout the song, um, but it, and when I read the background, it makes sense. So uh, the song was inspired um, during a tour in Japan with uh, his band, Generation X. You guys really didn't know he was in a band called Generation X? I, no, I, I heard not. of the band. Yeah. I didn't know it was Billy Idol's band, though. That's interesting. So they're, they're touring 
in Japan and they go to this Japanese discotheque, right? And he noticed that all the people there, rather than dancing with other people, were like dancing in front of – they had like huge mirrored walls. And they're all just sort of dancing with their own reflections. And that's what inspired them to write the song Dancing yeah. With Myself. So Interesting. And it's funny because there's, there's you know, London Town, a go-go. Like he's talking about being in all these different spots and like uh, I've been all over the world. Like I, I, I often wonder what the song was actually about. And a lot of people thought this song was about masturbation. <laughs> but he's said no. It absolutely is. It's had nothing to do with it. I just was inspired when I saw these people dancing with their own reflections. So I always thought that was kind of crazy. But – yeah. Dancing with myself because um, I was lame and probably wouldn't have had a prom date. So there you go. What obviously not as lame as <laughs> yeah, not as lame as mine. But <laughs> apparently, you should have used this song. Know. I didn't know that. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I did. It's funny because I did have kind of a theme with my music, but I didn't use that as my prom theme. Probably worked better in the end, but that's okay. So here's my. Second pick. See if you guys can catch up on my theme or catch on my theme uh, with my music here. Obviously, Footloose, Kenny Loggins, 1984. Uh, the first of two singles by Loggins from the film Footloose. Uh, there's this, and then there's I'm Free, Heaven Helps the Man. Heaven helps the man. Anyway, uh, this song spent three weeks at number one from March to, uh, through March and April of 1984. Uh, it was on number one of the U- U.S. Billboard Hot 100, becoming Loggins' only chart topper. It was the first of two number one hits from the film. Uh, Billboard ranked it the number four song in 1984. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song at the 1985 Ceremony. I know there's no way you guys are going to know, but 1985 Academy Award Best Original Song. Do you guys have any guess what? I'll give you a big hint. Uh, the the movie the song was from that it lost out to was The Woman in Red. Do you guys have mm-hmm. any clue what song it might have been? Probably not. not. That's, that's pretty good. Not without scary. looking. What if up. I said it was a Stevie Wonder song from a movie from The Woman in Red? Mm-hmm. Um, no. I just called to say I love you. Beat Footloose. That's in a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, The Woman right. in Red. Yeah, Woman in Red. Um, I guess if I was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you guys caught on to where I'm, where my music headed yet, or do I need to play one more song before it makes sense? A bit, but keep going. Keep right. going. Yeah, keep going. So my next song, I mean, if you don't get it at this point, you'll, you know, here you go. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your bands behind. Because the bands don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, there are no bands of mine. See, we can go where we want to. Place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this. I mean... It's a prom. I think I, I, think I know your, your theme. <laughs> it's not does my it theme. It to do with dancing. My, yeah, it should have to yeah. do with dancing. It doesn't. My theme has nothing to do with that. My songs all do. Oh. It's not okay. my theme. My prom. You're never going to guess my prom theme. It's just, it's stupid. I just, I thought it'd be cool to I do like. it was the act of dancing. No, no. My yeah. prom theme, I'm just going to give it up here. I was like, well, we were going to create posters. Prom posters too, and put those up online, which I actually oh, did. Yes. Yeah. So I forgot to do that. I actually um, did that. You know, um, whoops. 
<laughs> my prom theme, like the prom theme was going to be 80s sci-fi, and I had like this uh, robot DJ guy on the prom poster. <laughs> it was like, I don't know, DJ Robotron or something presents. And I, I, ha- I have my poster, guys. Oh, yeah. I created my poster. I want to see this poster. I will, I will send the poster over. Maybe, maybe it should be the episode art. No, I Ooh, already I did that too already. Uh, <laughs> so, but, but obviously, this was the safety dance by Men Without Hats, uh, Canadian new wave synth pop band Men Without Hats. Uh, this was released in on March 16th um, in the U.S., but did not enter the U.S. charts for like several months. And then when it finally did, the record became a bigger hit than it had been in Canada originally. It spent four weeks at its peak position of number three in uh, September and October of 1983. Um, it but stayed. I did not know they were Canadian. Well, yeah, have you ever watched huh. their videos? <laughs> they're super Canadian. Clearly, they oh. are. Yeah. It's nothing but Denim. moose and, and, and maple Mullets. syrup. And <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> um, weird, weird Celine Dion songs that just show up out of nowhere when a kid gets scared and his hair falls out. Yeah, well, that's Canadian as you can get, my friend. Nobody. <laughs> yes, that's, a, that's an obscure reference. So this actually, this yep. song stayed on the Billboard Hot 100 for 24 week, weeks. Um, lead singer Ivan Doroshuk has explained. Totally Canadian. Yep. <laughs> has explained Very that the safety Canadian. dance is a protest against bouncers prohibiting dancers from pogoing in the 1980s. Um, so do you guys, Matt, do you know what pogoing is? Oh yeah. Okay. I've I've done it myself. <laughs> so do you want to give a brief explanation of pogoing? Yes, I was going to read it, but I'm why don't intrigued. you give it? Uh it's kind of kind of like an 80s punk version of a mosh pit essentially, just sort of kind of jumping yeah. straight up and down and kind of somewhat uncontrollably falling on to each other. So sort of you ever but see mostly mostly just jumping up and down. Yeah, and like yeah. flopping like a fish. Yeah. When you jump, you keep your torso, you like jump and like wiggle. It's, yeah. it, they kind of look like fish, like right. Like picture picture a marlin on the end of a, a fishing line being yeah. pulled out of a deep sea fishing boat. And you don't. It's usually That's a single you thing. You're like you jump and you like. Yeah. Yeah. So harmless. That's the problem. Is a lot of people thought that it was like slam dancing and stuff, but really the object of pogoing is not necessarily yeah. to crash into people. It's, it just happens to be able a lot. to dance if you want to and to leave your friends behind. So. Yeah, so actually they were trying to stop kids from doing this dance, and this, he was like, nah, this is the song, this is the call for freedom. You're, you're, you know, we can dance if yeah. we want to. So, safety dance. don't dance, and if they don't dance, they're no friends of mine. They're no friends of mine. Um, yeah. So the last song on my list, as again, you'll see the music theme here uh, kind of plays into each other, because all of my... Songs were involving dancing or a specific kind of dance. Uh, and here's the last one on my list. It was the 80s, man. So if you're going to be at a prom, you, you need to be doing this. When the buzzer rings for they walk in like an Egyptian. All the kids in the marketplace say, Walk like an Egyptian. To this day, when I watch that video, and she turns her eyes and says, walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> I still, I, you, you know, know where you're going with so it. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. I feel a little bit downstairs. Right. Susanna Hoffs, you and me, I, I love you, girl. Uh, this song was released in uh, 1986, Walk Like an Egyptian. Friend of the show. We follow her already. By the Bengals. Oh, yeah. I follow her on TikTok. Everything. She's wonderful. 
Uh, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangos released in 1986 as the third single from the album Different Light. It's the band's first number one single, being certified gold by the RIAA and became Billboard's number one song of 1987. So Liam Stenberg said he was inspired to create this song while on a ferry crossing the English Channel. When the vessel hit choppy water, he said passengers started stepping carefully, moving their arms awkwardly while struggling to maintain their balance. <laughs> and for some reason, that reminded him of all those depictions you would see on Egyptian tombs of people in that pose. So he wrote down the words, walk like an Egyptian in a notebook. Coked so, up movie producers. And, yeah, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. So here's some, think he's like, man, these guys look like Egyptian hieroglyphics right now. So here's some stuff I didn't know. He originally offered the song to Tony Basil, and she turned it down. Which yeah, I could see that. I could see it too. Like really, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm okay. I could get, I get it. No, I got, I got this. So I got then, this, hey Mickey thing. Going so on. then, someone named I don't, and I don't know who this is. I'm sorry, Lean Lovick recorded the first version of the song. But it went unreleased when she decided to take a break from music to raise her family. So then um, David Kahn from Pure Southern Publishing was a producer of Different Light, the album Different Light. And he actually received a copy of the, the demo she had recorded, and he liked it. Um, so he presented it to the Bengals, and sure enough, they did it. And song reached number one in the U.S., um, sang at the top of the Hot 100 for four weeks. So... I mean, this song was a massive success for the Bengals. Probably their biggest hit, I would say. Um, this song and Manic Monday actually propelled that album to the number two spot on Billboard 200 chart. So mm. that was a massive, massive album for them, and it kind of set them up. And we all know about Manic Monday. We've talked about that on the show before because that was a Prince song because he had a, he had a little bit of a crush on, on Susanna Hoffs, and he offered Aww. her the song. I think they actually went out. Um, she kind of says no. I don't really know the situation, mm-hmm. but who knows? Uh, and there are actually recordings of Prince singing that song out there too, Manic Monday. So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can hear that as well. But yeah, Walk Like an Egyptian. I, I My whole thought process when putting together my list was, all right, I'm at a prom. It's the 80s. I want to dance. What are, what are some dance songs that I think would be fun? So Dancing With Myself, Footloose, Safety Dance, and Walk Like an Egyptian. We're having a good time, right? We're at my prom. We're dancing. We're boogieing down. These are songs you can cut loose and look a little silly to. And then the slow song comes on, and it hit me like, all right, what's a what's an 80s, very 80s song that is just like way romantic, right, for the 80s? And uh, I've talked about it on the show before. My first concert, I got to go see uh, – There was it was actually – I went with my mom, which was really cool. Um Sounds corny, I know. You went with your mom, but my mom and I bonded a lot over music, and she's, you know, who introduced me to a lot of the music she introduced, I, I listen to today. And I remember being at this concert, and I'll tell you who it was in a minute, because the second I tell you who it was, you're going to know what the song is. And this song came on, and the whole, like, I remember the whole place, everybody just singing in unison with their lighters in the frickin' air, because this was this was the, the late, this was a probably 1990 ish <laughs> so we were still using lighters at concerts guys not cell phones yet and uh this song came on a picture being at a concert and the whole place is singing 
I want you and the freaking lighters in the air and so that's what uh, struck me so I want to know what love is that became that I was like that would be a perfect slow song for a prom right in the 80s so this is Foreigner um, so this was my slow dance song the song I want to know what love is released 1984 as the lead single from their fifth album Agent Provocateur song hit number one in both the United Kingdom and the United States and is the group's biggest hit to date it features backing vocals from the New Jersey Mass Choir affiliated with the Gospel Music Workshop of America and Dream Girl star Jennifer Holliday and featured uh, is in this as well. And it featured keyboard uh, work by from by the Thompson Twins frontman Tom Bailey. The song ranked as the number four Billboard Hot 100 single of 1985, and it was the band's third platinum single in the U.S. So there you go. That's my prom list. Very nice. There's a lot of quiet going on. Yeah. <laughs> were you feeling the romance of I want to know what love is? It was just like you were zoned out a little bit there. <laughs> so what, what, what are your thoughts on, on my prom list? I got to hear what you guys think. Yeah, well, it's uh, very dance heavy. You know, it's um, definitely if you are wanting to get a young lady on the dance floor, your list would be it. <laughs> you think, think so? Uh, it kind of works out. Yeah. yeah. I, I like Matt, it. What do you think? Yeah, that's that's a pretty great uh, playlist to go with, and I want to know what love is. You know, you gotta you got you gotta play that song, but then everybody gets out on the dance floor, and you know, you got your chaperones walking around trying to make sure everybody's leaving room for Jesus. <laughs> leaving room for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus can fit anywhere. There's got to be somebody. Yeah, he's Jesus. Ooh. Yeah, that that's super creepy. Like I said, man, we were out. We're out. Yeah. At the concert, I remember, and I remember that song comes on. It's Foreigner, you know, a great band, you know, Urgent and Hot Blood and all these cool songs. But th- when that song came on, the whole place is singing in unison with the lighters in the air. And yeah. it always struck me. And I'm like, this would be cool. Like, I could see you're at your 80s prom and suddenly the music just dies into that song. And like, very yeah. 80s, right? Very 80s prom song. So that was my list. Of what I would put yeah. on my 80s prom. But, you know, there'd be other stuff, too. You know? I, I was having a hard time because my, my prom, you know, yeah. send me an prom angel. prom is more than five songs. So Send me an angel would have been a really cool one. Like Ooh, yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll yeah. put together another prom. We'll, we'll put that on right. another episode that I can already see as a, a future topic. We'll, so, we'll discuss that off air sometime. I want to say, so Matt sends over his list and he says to me, I'm going to reveal the theme on the show. Well, Matt, it wasn't that dramatic. It was but, very was like, dramatic. Just, He's like, I'm not telling yeah. you, motherfucker. Yeah, so reveal. dramatic. But it's like and this was through a text. I so text he was really him, able to I determine the yeah, tone. Yeah, I could. My, I can determine tone. Don't be. Yeah, don't be like my, that, Matt. Don't be like yeah. that. I can. So I, I was like, Matt, how long did you think it was going to take me? And by the way, I did figure out the last song. I was like, but except this song, I can't figure out what it's from. And I, I, I did finally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell your theme yet. I want to see if Kevin can Thank figure you. out your theme. Yeah. Just by All the right. songs, which I did pretty quickly. The we're, problem we're was proud of you for that. the problem yeah. was is the first song you sent me. Well. Here, this is Matt's first song. Okay. She turns herself round and she smiles and she says, This is it, that's the end of the joke. And loses herself in her dreaming and sleep and her lovers walk through in their clothes. So, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but I'm not only a huge Psychedelic Furs fan, but I'm actually I'm really into the band that he went on to form after, which was Love Spit Love. Actually, I, I, I 
like them a little bit more than Psychedelic Furs, but I'm a huge fan. Whoa. Uh, right. Yeah. So I was very happy when this song made it on. This is uh, Pretty in Pink by the Psychedelic Furs, originally released in 1981 as the single from the band's second album, Talk, Talk, Talk. The 1986 film was n- actually, Pretty in Pink was named after this song. And uh, the song was then re-recorded. They, they they asked them to do a new version of it for the soundtrack, which they did. So Richard mm-hmm. Butler, the lead singer of Psychedelic Furs, said that Pretty in Pink, the actual song, is about two women he knew while living in Moosewell Hill in North London. Uh, the song is about a girl who sleeps around a lot and thinks that she's popular because of it. It makes her feel empowered somehow and popular, and in fact, the people that she's sleeping with are laughing about her behind her back and talking about her. That's what he said the song is about. The 1986 version, um, which is the one they recorded for the movie, reached number 18 on the UK and narrowly missed the top 40 in the United States Billboard Hot 100, peaking at number 41. Um, so, so do we go through your list first, Matt, and then talk about why you chose the songs you chose, or do you want to talk about why you chose the songs you chose as we, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about each one as we go. Okay. Um, I want to take a guess at the go theme. Ahead. Go ahead. I think it's John Hughes. <laughs> Holy shit. You nailed it on the well, first guess. The first song you said was pretty in pink. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, there's, you know. It's also just a classic 80s song. This you is know, true. It's been anything. This is but true. But yeah, it, it is John Hughes related. Yes. Specifically, the theme is how awesome are John Hughes movies? That's basically <laughs> the theme. Like the soundtracks for all those movies. But anyway, carry on. Now that you, now that you <laughs> fucking nailed it, Kevin. Good job. Well, <laughs> and, and I, you know, and I put them in the order that they were in. I should have put, I should yeah. have led with this song because this next song is going to be very familiar to people's ears. This is probably the least famous song and the one I have the least amount of info on on your list. So we could have led with it. Actually, I should have reorganized your list a little to make it a little more confusing, but I didn't. I just put them on. I'm, hey, I'm just glad Kevin got it like right off the bat. It wasn't just songs from movies. It was specifically John, John Hughes. Hughes you know. <laughs> so let's see. Let, we'll, we'll touch should have thrown bit. something in there from Uncle Buck or something. Just to, you know, throw <laughs> that would have been, been good. You should have. Um, but that's okay. I want to see. I'm going to play this next one, this next clip, and maybe we can test Kevin to see if he knows which John Hughes movie this was in. You ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. If we dare expose our hearts just to feel the purest thoughts, that's when strange sensations start to grow. All right, Casey. Do you recognize it? If I would have, if I would have started with the opening of that song, he would have gotten it. That's yeah. so we didn't do that. No, it's not weird mm. science. This is "We Are Not Alone" by Carla DeVito from 1985. It's a very mm-hmm. fast-paced synth rock song by Carla DeVito, and because it's, in it's a bit of a montage, it's in a very Breakfast Club. It's in the Breakfast Club. Okay, do you know where? where? Now, where? Like which part of the Breakfast Club? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, very famous uh, scene. Very. Uh, was it like uh, when they're like dancing, dancing in, in the, the library? library? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yep. Um, so this is the seventh track off the soundtrack album. To the best of my knowledge, it's not really on anything else. And I looked up Carla Devito. I mean, she was. I did, I actually didn't relation know to Danny. I don't I was think about to so. Say, uh, distant cousin to Daz- uh, Danny. Um, I don't think I so. 
And um, like, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I thought I, I almost said Dazen Devito, but you know, it's Danny Devito, not Dazen. <laughs> Dazen. That's his. His distant cousin. It's his, yeah, far his, distant. Yeah. His stage name. Um, it, it's not know. shocking. It's sort like, of like Gnarls Barkley. But it's not okay. shocking yeah, yeah. that um, <laughs> that sh- that he would put her on this album because she's from Chicago. So not yeah. too shocking that he would choose her. Um, as we all know, some might say the Shermer area. John Hughes is Chicago. big on you know all the movies and everything take place in Chicago. He's from Chicago mm-hmm. and everything. Um. She didn't do a lot of this style of stuff. She she was she was actually like Broadway, more Broadway. She was in like Godspell and stuff like that. So it, it's not that you know. I also I think she worked with um, Meatloaf. I think she's in she's singing in the song Paradise by the D- Dashboard Lights. I believe it's her. So cool. I mean, she's. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna fact check you on that. Yeah, she that, did some stuff, but I think a lot of what she did was more Broadway stuff. So that's why we probably didn't hear as much from her. She did release albums and stuff, but um, yeah. But I think it's kind of cool that he asked uh, her. To it's be- actually Ellen Foley. Really? Check on that. See if she didn't have something to I do with that song. Legitimately though. looked it up. But see know. if she doesn't have something to do with Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Because I swear to God, she did. Yeah, that's weird. I'll keep looking. Um, but anyway. Carlo DeVito, and yes, it is from The Breakfast Club, the dance scene in the library. And, and if there's actually two versions of the song, the original and then the one that they play in the movie where he goes in and the like record, you know, he cuts the record and then it starts playing the song because he, yeah. So there you go. Um, so, of course, uh, Matt's next choice is, is the most obvious one, I would think, out of all your, uh, out of all your John Hughes picks yeah. this would be the you one. are correct they did sing together fairly frequently actually yeah mostly live seemed like oh so maybe she did like the live stuff yeah. or something i knew that i'd read she had something to do with it so okay cool not totally crazy yeah. just a little bit and she's married to robbie benson really yeah Interesting. and if i remember right he is uh not a why is it bringing up his property taxes <laughs> weird <laughs> If I remember right, he's a tax evader. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's Yahoo again, of course. Oh. Mm. Uh, No, he's, uh, yeah, I believe he did the voice of the beast in Beauty and the Beast, if I remember right. Uh, In the side note, cartoon. Robbie Benson. Yeah. Yeah. No, the live action. They just dubbed over Ron Perlman's voice in the (laughs) TV show. That would have been cool. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So your next pick was the most obvious one out of all of them. It's not your last pick. That is correct. He is the beast slash the prince. That's a tale as old as time. Yeah. Song as old as rhyme. Here's your next pick. Well, be our guest, Matt. Let's continue. Yeah. Let's play this next song. Don't, don't. We've talked about this song on the show before. This is Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. Um, probably the most recognizable song, except for maybe this one, Weird Science, as far as John Hughes songs go. Um, yeah. This song was released as a single in 1985. It was written and composed by the by producer uh, Keith Forsey and Steve Schiff. Uh, they actually wrote this song with Simple Minds 
in mind. <laughs> they wanted, they intended to have them record it, but there was a little bit of miscommunication and uh, simple. The guys from Simple Mind didn't really understand, and they were like, "We don't want to record somebody else's stuff. We we want to do originals." Um, so they declined. So the song was then offered to Billy Idol, Corey Hart, Brian Ferry. And then finally, it sort of got brought up to the Pretenders, where at the time Chrissy uh, Chrissy Hind was actually married to Simple Fi- Simple Minds frontman Jim Kerr. So in this whole thing, where it got kind of brought back around, she heard the song or whatever, and she like went to him and said, "Listen, I think you guys should record this song." Yeah. And this song became a massive number one hit in the U.S. in 1985. Here's the thing: it was the band's only number one hit. In the U.S. and it it uh, stayed atop the charts for three weeks. This is something we talked about on a previous show that we want to do, where we want to talk about bands that are one hit wonders here in the states, but are not one hit wonders like overseas. And this Simple Minds is one of those bands. They're actually very they were very popular over there, which is why they wanted them to do this song. So I think it's kind of cool. He wrote it with them in mind, and then. It, Passed a bunch of hands. Like, it'd have been neat to hear Corey, uh, Billy Idol or, or Corey Hart or Brian Ferry. I love Brian Ferry. So, any of them doing it would have been yeah. neat. But uh, it's so iconic for Simple Minds now. So, I'm kind of glad yeah. they ended up doing it. So, yeah. obviously, from The Breakfast Club as well. Yep. So, Matt, we've got one more song on your Well, no, we've got two more songs on your list. We've got one more song on your, yep. your list proper. And then we've got your slow dance. So, yeah. uh, let's kick into that. And then we're going to talk about your slow dance. And then I'm going to let you give a, like, why you chose to go the route you're, you went with all of these. Like, if there was yeah. some, uh, if you were just like, hey, John Hughes would be cool. Or if you actually had some purpose in mind. So, here. No, not really. No. <laughs> just John Hughes. Thought it would be cool. Very 80s. <laughs> here is Matt's next pick. Don't, don't. No, that's not it. No, it's uh, not. This, this is Matt's next pick. So that's better. If you leave, I won't cry. I won't waste one single day. But if you leave, don't look back. I'll be running the other way. All right, Casey. This is If You Leave by OMD. Came out in 1986. Uh, you, first question. Do either of you know what OMD stands for? I do. Because the name of the band isn't actually OMD. Everybody just calls them OMD. Matt, what is the name of the band? The name of the band is Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. There you go. Hmm. KC, do you know what John Hughes movie this song was in? Give you a hint. We've already talked about it. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, by the way, that was not intentional for the record. That's okay. To have uh, multiple songs from the same movie. I, I should, yeah, Pretty in Pink. I shouldn't say that. It is my least favorite John Hughes movie of like the '80s era. I, I, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not like a he huge. Really hates Home Alone. I'm not. I love Home Alone. <laughs> Baby's Day Out might be my, my least favorite. That's a John Hughes movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's totally oh for a paycheck, God. man. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It was yeah, a paycheck that, movie that right there. Yeah, yeah. They asked yeah, them to do it after the Home Alones, and yeah. Uh, and Beethoven, like, that's John Hughes, We got Hughes this too. movie about a baby that just crawls through the city unattended. He, I think he gets himself in some real sticky situations. Beethoven is John Hughes. In? He's like, how much you pay? A lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm in. <laughs> Beethoven is also a John Hughes movie. So yeah. That I actually did know. Yeah. I saw that in the theater when I was a kid, actually. Yeah. So, yes, Kev, this is from Pretty and P- I think I saw Beethoven in a the theater, too. 
Uh, this is from Pretty in Pink. It was recorded for the film Pretty in Pink, in which it uh, this actually plays during the final dance scene. Like this is pretty much the song that's playing, or the final scene. Uh, it's the band's highest charting single in the U.S. Um, on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, where it reached number four in May of '86. Uh, so the end of the film Pretty in Pink was originally intended for the OMD song Goddess of Love. And then I guess after John Hughes did the test screening and everybody like lost their shit and didn't like it, which he kind of regretted that later, by the way. So I guess in the original ending, Ducky, she ends up with Ducky. But for some reason, test screenings didn't do that well. And so he changed the ending of the film. And then he just didn't feel like uh, Goddess of Love was really – hitting the right feel for the end of the film. Mm. So we went to OMD and he said, Hey, um, would you be willing to write another song for the movie? And of course it's John Hughes. So they said, yes. Um, and the band themselves, they've stated that the song is about the end of high school, um, the ending of your childhood, uh, elaborating that they were trying to capture the fear of what comes next. Right. So I love this song. Absolutely love this song. I, I don't know if I would have liked Pretty in Pink better. I think I would have if she would have ended up with Ducky. I know my wife and I have talked about this a lot. and She's like, oh, she doesn't need to end up with Ducky. That's what everybody expects. And she's right. But, you know, still, she ends up with Jake. Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> we should have gonna like clip a- that. We're going to clip that and give that to my mom <laughs> to make it as a ringtone for whenever my brother calls her. <laughs> Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Jake. I, lo- love you, Jacob. Uh, however, <laughs> Fuck I you. think it'd be really funny to just hear that every time you call my mom. <laughs> our our mom, I should say. We, we, <laughs> my mom. We share the same mom. She's my, she was my mom first. Uh, <laughs> a little animosity there. Um, we yeah, should. No we kidding. Should, we should. Hey, do- he said he said something kind of mean to her the other day, and I'm like, come on, dude. That's that's not cool. We should do so, some like deep dive breakdown of some John Hughes movies sometime, like just oh, one yeah. or two at a time mm. and really no, get we, into we may have already done Home Alone, but we did. Yeah. If you well, if you want to hear that, you got to go back in the archives. Which some of you and, have been uh, doing. One, yeah, thank you, thanks, and two, I'm way. sorry. Yes. That's what we like. <laughs> I, yeah, we appreciate yeah. it highly. It's been great to see that. Yeah. Um, You're so, only hurting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <go for> it. <laughs> yeah. You're not hurting us. We love you for it. We think you guys are yeah. badass, but all right. So Kevin, I don't expect you to get this, and it's okay. But knowing what you know up to this point, he's picked all John Hughes, uh, all songs related to John Hughes movies. Um, Mm -hmm. Wait, I was talking about pretty – yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, which one has Ducky? (laughs) Is that 16 Candles or Pretty in Pink? 16 Candles. I've been talking about Ducky the whole fucking time, and then none of you correct me and shit. (laughs) I, I didn't even think about it. I was like, yeah, that's totally right. I mean, he used a lot of the same actors. Yeah, and Molly yeah. Ringwald. What are you so do? it's understandable. Well, I just gave you the next one. But you can you guess? So we knowing that the next movie is John Hughes and that it's Sixteen Candles. You know there were people at home losing their shit. Mm, <laughs> like, right, motherfucker! That's no, not that you fucking, moron. You call yourselves an eighties fucking Come Sixteen on. Candles, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I am. I am an 80s fan. Here's what you guys need to remember. And I am an 80s fan who was born in the 70s. My mind isn't working as well as it used to, okay? It's not a steel trap. It's kind of like a mesh, like like a wire mesh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like a strainer. You know, certain things fall The big chunks stay. The little chunks, they 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 get right through that shit now. Yeah. Um, 
the liquid parts just kind of so sit on. I the told room. my wife that last night because um, she doesn't listen to me when I talk. Like I'll say shit and she just doesn't listen. And I swear to God, she'll turn around and say something. I'm like, I like, literally hey. told you that 30 seconds ago. But then on the on the flip around, she's like, you don't listen to me. I'm like, oh, no, babe. I actually listen to everything you say. But if you tell me a date, yeah, the chances I'm going to retain that. <laughs> that. Listening and retaining. I have no retention anymore. I don't, I can't remember shit. I don't usually know what day of the week it is. It's, it's a messy situation. So, Kevin, knowing that it is John Hughes and mm-hmm. knowing that 16 Candles is the film and we are at Matt's slow dance song. Do you have any guesses whatsoever as to what he chose for his slow dance song? No, afraid not. I'll give you a hint. Ready? Okay. Right. If you said set adrift on memory bliss, you'd be wrong. <laughs> this is true by uh, Spando Ballet. Spando Ballet. Uh, yeah, this is from 16 Candles. This song was uh, released in April of 83 as the title track and third single from their third studio album. Written by band's guitarist, songwriter uh, Gary Kemp. To express his feelings for Altered Image lead singer Claire Grogan. Influenced musically by the songs of Marvin Gaye and Al Green. Uh, I guess he was listening to a lot of Marvin Gaye and Al Green. Wait, Marvin Gaye's estate, would you please? (laughs) Yeah, stop. (laughs) Leave us alone. We are okay. We are not. It was just a small clip of your song. Now we know how Pharrell feels. And we told you to go listen. Like, we, we didn't do anything. It's fine. We love Marvin Gaye's stuff. Right. So we were, we're promoting yeah. it. Listen, please. Uh, but we are doing reviews. We are allowed to do that. It's totally legal. He was listening to a lot of Al Green and Marvin Gaye when he wrote the song. Though. So I can actually hear that kind of stuff. He, he said he was musically, he was inspired by them. Lyrically, he said he was inspired by the Beatles when writing it. I can kind of hear all of that in the song. Made the ten, top 10 in several countries, including the U.S., where it became their first song to reach the Billboard Hot 100. True is about how difficult it is to be honest when you're trying to write a love song to someone, Kemp later admitted. Hence, why do I find it hard to write the next line? Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. No? Yeah. I don't like this song. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a fan. It's just a little too schlocky for me, and uh, I've always had a hard time with it, but... You know, it's a huge hit and people love it. So there you go. All right, Matt. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about why you did your John Hughes list before we move on to Kevin's list? Well, honestly, it it seems to me like there's nothing more quintessentially 80s and like, you know, high school era than John Hughes movies. I think that's very fair. Mm. Yeah. Like, and it seems like a fair amount of them take place around you know kind of prom time anyway and you know just a lot of the themes that go along with with uh you know john hughes 80s movies in particular is a lot of like what's kind of going on in you know a high school kid's mind at the times yeah you know like getting the girl and you know getting locked up in detention and you know being the what is i don't remember the whole list but all the people that are in in the breakfast club, you know, being that group of person, you know, like you're all, you know, trying to find your way in the world and all that. And, 
you know, and then suddenly become the sausage king of. <laughs> I was waiting for it, but I was yeah. waiting for the, <laughs> the reference. Like, like, like I'm going to try to make a Ferris Bueller's Abe Froman right there, guys. Yeah. It's Abe yeah. Froman. Uh, I think that's a, a very fair, like to say when you think 80s prom, John Hughes, very, very much so uh, teen romance comedy things. That's very uh, apropos. I think it's very apropos. Yeah. Um, so that's now what I was going for. So here we're about to go into uh, the most discombobulated list of all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to hear if there's any rhyme and reason to the structure of his songs or if he just picked them because he liked them and then wait till yeah. you hear what his theme is just picked them because I liked them yeah. go, go I mean his theme is my favorite it has nothing to do with any of the music nope. <laughs> but it's my favorite theme of all the themes tonight to be fair I think I probably pl- uh, played this game that was you know the kind of the basis for my list like during these when these songs were playing, so there's that. But it's possible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but going ahead. you got now you got me stumped. Here we go with uh Kevin's uh let's see, can Matt guess, just knowing Kevin, what the first artist on his list will be for prom songs? Prince. Okay. Kevin's Kevin's prom starts off sexy. Uh, <laughs> Hot thing by Prince. That's everything I do from the 1987 album "Sign of the Times," eighth track on that album. Uh, at around the same time, "Hot Thing" was available as a promo-only single containing the edit of the track for radio play. Uh, 1996, the song was also included as the eighth track on the soundtrack for Girl 6. Not a lot of info about this song out there, Kev, except that it was on Sign of the Time. Probably because it wasn't one of the, like, hits off Sign of the Time, right? It's not. This is a, a little bit deeper cut off the album. So uh, It had radio play. Right, but, I mean, compared to some yeah, of the other but- songs off the album, it wasn't, like, charting as it wasn't like charting right so I mean, a lot of prince songs yeah. got radio play and then a lot of prince songs were like massive hits mm-hmm. so this is the interesting thing about prince and michael jackson in the comparisons that a lot of people do these guys have both had a ton of fucking hits but unlike a lot of bands who all, what you heard on the radio were their hits these guys you heard they would play songs that were just good songs not necessarily hits for both of them so uh, why Why this song? Why did you add this to your prom list? Because I wanted to start things off sexy. <laughs> you so, did it. Uh, you you did well, it. Right, can't go wrong with Prince. Then. Right. You know, so, <laughs> uh, you know, be a nice icebreaker on the dance floor. So Are your prom hype, colors? This, this is the first song, and everybody comes out just like, what the hell? Your prom colors yeah. red and green? Or are they purple and white? Yeah. <laughs> purple and paisley? Uh, Purple and paisley. Oh, a lot of paisley in his prom. <laughs> maybe, maybe raspberry, <laughs> like the bidet. So, <laughs> the next song on Kevin's list just implies to me that Kevin wants to get stoned at his high school prom, which is weird because Kevin's not that kind of guy. But it's hard to argue when you hear this. Stop. 
So now I'm at Kev's prom. We just started off with some sexy ass music. Now everybody's now everybody's line dancing together, right? <laughs> They're all next to each other grooving. This is obviously Atomic Dog, George Clinton, 1982 album, Computer Games. Track was released as a single in December of '82 and became the P Funk Collective's last song to reach number one on the U.S. R&B chart. According to Clinton, most of the song's lyrics were ad-libbed during the recording process. No. <laughs> I wonder what really? spawned that. Yeah. Uh, although Atomic Dog is now regarded as a classic in black popular music, uh, it was first held back from radio stations. George Clinton's bad reputation in the industry, his political consciousness, as seen in his previous albums and recordings, as well as a general move towards more youthful-looking acts, kept his song from being circulated on radio stations. Only after some really strong sales of the uh, of the song and the album uh, it was it finally put on the air, and the music video was nominated for two Billboard Music Video Awards at the same time. So interesting, because I would argue that this is probably his most famous song. Yeah, like mm-hmm. everyone knows this song. Maybe I, I don't know. Was it propelled obviously because of Snoop Dogg? Probably a little bit, but I think everybody knew Atomic Dog before that. So it's interesting to think that that at first they held the song back. They didn't they didn't want to release it for. I mean, they released it, but they didn't want to play it on the radio. And it's weird because it's such a huge hit for for George Clinton. So there you go, Kev, Atomic Dog. What what inspired you to drop this on your list? Well, you know, like I said, you know, first I want to go sexy, then I want to get real funky. I just kind of want so, Atomic Dog always, you know, been just like a, a song where everybody could have a good time. Oh God, it's fun as hell, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. just a fun. It's fun so much song. fun. But that's the thing. Uh, like, I feel like a lot of their stuff is just fun. We've talked mm-hmm. about this many times. Like, my favorite P Funk song is probably always going to be Flashlight. You can't help it. That song, it, yeah, it just makes me like fucking like it comes on and I'm like just grooving to it. And I, I kind of feel yeah. he goes in the back room, pulls out a diaper and a bonnet and starts dancing around listening to flashlight. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. <laughs> just a reference to the guy that wears a diaper and plays a trumpet at the same time, which just, happens. Yeah. This is a real thing, people. Um, yeah. but I agree with I've you. I've seen PCU, all these. So have I. Great movie. <laughs> All these, like, Parliament is so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. P-Funk, all their stuff is so much fun. And it's hard not to kind of groove. Now, you saw them in concert. Uh, you've talked yes. about this many, many times. That uh, it was kind of irritating, actually. Well, it, the thing is, for me, and uh, this is like, I want to say back in 98, 97. Uh, no, sorry, 98 or 99. But... Um, Here's the thing with me. I usually don't, you know, smoke or anything. I think the first time I ever actually uh, tried the devil's lettuce was uh, with Jay's <laughs> wife. And this was like about a few weeks ago. So that was the first time at age 44 <laughs> since I did any kind of marijuana. And I didn't even know about uh, it when it was happening. Yeah. Well. And this is like during dry January for me. So I Oh, geez. So he tried <laughs> so that. I got to yeah. do something. <laughs> it's been a rough month, but whatever. Um <laughs> But uh, it, uh, what P-Funk likes to do is they don't show up on the time the concerts start. They show up about a couple of hours later 
Let yeah. everybody get marinated. And by the way, this concert, marinated. yeah, marinated <laughs> with marijuana, <laughs> and, uh, and this is an indoor concert too. Oh so God! Think about living it's in just, a ball. It's just yeah. concentrated, pretty much. Oh, and I don't do that sort of thing usually. Not gonna and, lie, dude, I, I feel for you on this one, man. Oh my God! Yeah, just, and uh, actually, part of the reason why I don't is because the reaction I got from after the concert. I was just really agitated <laughs> afterwards. Just angry, <laughs> really, angry, yeah, Kevin. angry, yeah. high, Kevin. and almost stabby. Kevin. And they're yeah. and they're a jam. almost stabby. <laughs> they're a jam band too, so it's not like like one song when they get up on stage could go on for like a while, right? Yeah. So they're gonna but jam. But it's also standing room only. So you're two figuring at this point, yeah. Kevin's been standing for a couple hours waiting for them. He's getting a yep. massive contact high that he wasn't really looking for. Massive. He's crammed in with other people that probably aren't smelling. Some of them probably ain't smelling so great. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> so Kev put him on his prom list because that's what he thinks of when he thinks of prom. Actually, Kevin's prom list uh, is is so interesting Very to eclectic. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which you're about to hear. We're about to jump genre big time here. Um, and uh, that's okay because it's a great song, but wait till we get to his slow dance song, Matt. Wait till we get to his slow dance song. Okay. But this is this is the next song on his list. Wow. This is Genius of Love, Tom Tom Club, 1981, um, off their 1981 uh, debut album. It reached number one on the Billboard Disco Top 80 chart. Uh, although the album had not been released in North America, over 100,000 copies of the single sold as imports from Island Records UK, at which point Sire Records made a deal to release the single and the album in North America in late 1981. So Tina Weymouth sings lead and also co-wrote the song. And um, she wrote the bass line for the song and was supposed to play the bass line because, as most of us know, she was the bass player for the Talking Head. She's a bass player, but she doesn't play that iconic bass sound uh, in this song. That's not Tina Weymouth. She wrote it, but basically in an interview in 1980, 1997 with uh, com, she said that we were given an extremely limited studio time, just three days. And when it was time to do that track, my whole right arm seized up and terrible cramps, and I just couldn't play. I never played in the studio around the clock like we were doing, so I didn't even know that could happen. I ended up waking the assistant engineer. He was asleep under the console, and I showed you know, him the part. Like you do. Yeah. She's like, and I showed him the part. Well, they were playing literally around the clock, so they had three yeah. days to get this whole album done. So she showed him the part, and he actually played it. So Chris Franz was, was mad, um, but he – couldn't you know she said but i really couldn't play she said so uh, my hand wouldn't close i couldn't play so we did what we had to do and these things happen so i think it's crazy because probably the tom tom club's most famous song tina waymouth famous for being a bass player she writes the bass line everybody knows that funky bass line but it's not her which is just crazy so that is very that is very, very strange you know, yeah so, oddly enough, the lyrics in this song pay tribute to a lot of notable black musicians, including George Clinton, Bootsy mm-hmm. Collins, Smokey Robinson, Bob Marley, Sly and Robbie, uh, Curtis Blow, Hamilton uh, 
Bohannon and James Brown. They they actually pay tribute to every one of them in the song. So part of the reason why I thought this was a black band. You thought the, yeah, the Tom Tom Club was a black band? I could see that. Oh yeah, I thought yeah. Yeah, I did. It, it was only being played on like on black music stations. Well, this so. was a this was a disco hit. Uh, so mm-hmm. there you go. I love this song. I I love the Tom Tom Club, and I love this song. It's such a fun song. Um, goofy as hell, but in a way that's just exciting. And you know, it's, I don't know. Love the song. Yeah. And for a second, I thought we were gonna have to bust your balls about putting a '90s song on there because I thought for a second you put Mariah Carey. Fantasy on that, <laughs> yes, which is <laughs> or even samples, worse, that big dick energy song that's which, out right now, which samples obnoxious. "Genius of Love." Uh, now that yeah. you mentioned that, and so yes, um, yes, he's like, I was going to bust your balls. Uh, no, he picked right. He picked like he chose another linger situation here. He chose wisely. He did so, uh, and then rare. we then we're going to jump genres again. <laughs> we're going to jump genres again with uh, with with his list. So. I mean, here you, I, your your prom's going to be fun. I tell you that, and you're you're oh, yeah, inclusive, man. Have a good time. Every every motherfucker in the world's invited to your prom because they're going to be something they all like. Because just check this shit out. There you go, man. Salt and pepper. Push it. Matt. Push it real good. Push it real good. <laughs> this was uh, released as the B-side of the Tramp single in 1987. It peaked at number 19 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 in early 1988. Song has been certified platinum by the RIAA. Uh, ranked number 446 on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest songs of all time and ranked number nine on VH1's greatest songs of hip-hop. The original 86 edition of the album Hot, Cool, and Vicious did not contain Push It. When the Cameron Paul remix of Push It became a radio hit, uh, they reissued the album with Push It, the, the remix added, along with the original version of Tramp and Chick on the Side. Uh, both were being replaced with the remixes as well. Song was nominated for a Grammy Award, and the sh- uh, the strength of that single catapulted the reissued Hot, Cold, and Vicious album to platinum sales in the U.S. with one million sold, making Salt and Peppa the first female rap act, group or solo, to go gold or platinum. The album itself ended up selling over 1.3 million copies worldwide. Sometimes it's weird to me when I'm doing these lists and I see things like. Peaked at number 19, and I'm like, that's – like, I would have thought this song was number one. That It was so big. Like, everybody was singing this song, you know. Yeah. Even my probably five-year-old sister at the time had gotten <laughs> in trouble for saying good. pissed by my mom. <laughs> yeah. Or else I'm going to get pit. <laughs> yeah. So before we go into your slow song, Kev, which I'm <laughs> – Matt, you <laughs> just, just wait for this shit. Uh, why push it? Why did you uh, put push it on your? Why why did you push it? Why did you well, push I, me to push good. this? On I, your I, list? I figure you know I go back to the sexy again. I try to bring it back, <laughs> and uh, I think always push go back it, to the sexy. Go back to the sexy. You know that's how I live my life. That's how I make my food. <laughs> you know where I start out sexy, <laughs> but I think go back to the sexy after I'm done. Yeah. So. Yeah, you have to. Well, speaking of I which, do you guys ever watch this it's video and, and you and you you see these three and you're like, damn, they're hot. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, Spinderella. Spinderella. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Spinderella? Right. <laughs> because they're wearing like the skin tight, and then the the like the like red leather jackets mm-hmm. over it. I'm like, damn girls. Mm-hmm. What's up? <laughs> Everybody thinks Spinderella's <laughs> hot because she is. Um, yep. Matt, are you ready for this? Yes. I absolutely am very ready for this. I say four songs okay. and one slow dance for your prom. Um, I'm not even going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kevin's slow dance choice for his prom. Oh, he's just a friend. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> give me that. Don't even give me that. You bust this. You, you got what I know. I'm not sure whether to laugh or cry <laughs> for Kevin. <laughs> but just imagine this. Yeah, just imagine me whispering this to your ear, your audience, <laughs> crying with the whole Bismarcky outfit with the wig and everything on. Oh my so, god! Slow dancing to this. Biz- Bismarcky's just a friend. <laughs> wow. Uh, we talked a little bit about this song when uh, when when Bismarcky passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a little piece on Biz Marquee for that episode. Um, the song was written, produced, and performed by Biz Marquee. It was released in uh, September of 89 as the lead single from his album, The Biz Never Sleeps. <laughs> it's his mm-hmm. most successful single, reaching number nine on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1990. Uh, it in- interpolates the 1968 song, You Got What I Needed, or Got What I Need, recorded by Freddie Scott, who's Basic chord and melody provided the bass for the chorus. So the lyrics of this song talk about a guy who's getting pretty frustrated because he's trying to get with this girl who's actually romantically involved with another guy, but she keeps telling him that that, that guy's just a friend. So Bismarcky actually, it's it, this is kind of amazing to me when you think about this. He never had another charting Hot 100 song. So technically he's... You, uh, you mean Pickin' Boogers didn't... Didn't make no, the charts? No. Okay. <laughs> so this, this makes him a one-hit wonder, and he's placed on VH1's one-hit wonder chart. It was – they put it as song 81 on the one hit 100 greatest one-hit wonders um, in 2000. But it's weird because everybody knows who Bismarcky is. And well, he had another song called It's Spring Again where it sounds like, It's Spring Again, everybody knows it's Spring Again. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it started off. Thanks, if you ever Are you high right now? <laughs> it's like, no. what is happening right now? No. Uh, well. just, it's a little coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he never had like any any hits, but like he was so like, like R&B artists and rap artists, they loved this guy. And by all accounts, we talked about this after he passed away. Mm-hmm. Like everyone loved yeah, him. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Like, they say he was just, like, the nicest dude. Just a friend? Yeah. He was just a friend to everyone, apparently. Yeah. Uh, like, he treated everyone amazing when he met them. And they said, like, he would come into the room and he'd be the guy that, like, refused to let anybody be in a bad mood. I just think that's pretty cool. So. Yeah. Great song. I had the I had the honor of uh, being in a room that he randomly appeared in. I, w- I was not aware he was going to be there. And oh, so you met Bismarck Key? I did not meet him, Aww. but uh, I, Connie and I went to go see Yo Gabba Gabba live back in the day. Took my nephew uh, to go see that, and 
Bismarcky came out and taught kids how to beatbox. That's oh, I, I had no that idea awesome. that he was there and I was just like, holy shit, Bismarcky's here. This is so cool. And yeah, it just really seemed like a really cool guy. Yeah. Just, from all yeah. accounts, they say like, like after he passed, you just reading story after story about how heartbroken all mm-hmm. these different like rap artists were. And they would go on about, you know, like my kids called him uncle biz and like he was there all the time and like he showed up for everything. He, Never missed sending a birthday card and like just people loved him. So, uh, you know, we've been losing a lot of old school rappers lately, very young. I mean, Biz Marquis, um, let's see, the guy from Digital Underground, um, that Shock G, Shock G, and True Goy from, um, uh, Tribe, uh, yeah, Tribe Called Quest just recently, no, sorry, De La Soul just passed. So, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a bummer. And it's hard when, like, for us when we hear these things, because so, these guys aren't, <laughs> We're talking about guys in their 50s, you know, not guys mm-hmm. in their, like, 80s. It's hard. Right. We grew up, and when you hear certain ones, it's like, mm, man, that's that's tough to swallow. You know, yeah, Shockey, I mean, but- we talked about him, too, when he passed, and it was just, it's, uh, it was a tough pill to swallow. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's sad when we lose Betty White. Like, it hurts everyone, right? But she was yeah. she was about to yeah. turn 100. She was, like, 90-something. 99. Yeah, I mean, was, hearing about was, Raquel Welch, I mean, damn, yeah. that, you know, his shit, but she was in her 80s. Right. Like, and yeah. and what we still don't want to see dinosaurs too. We, yeah, she did <laughs> with Ringo. We still Even the Beatles, man. We still don't want to lose them, but like it's it's so much harder when you when you hear about people like in their forties and fifties yeah. that we lose. It's so hard like, to say goodbye to yesterday. Oh my god, it's so hard <laughs> to listen to Matt's corny jokes. <laughs> Matt, you yes. want to know what Kevin's prom theme is? I would love to know because right about, now I have no clue. How about I do this? Uh-huh. How about I do this in music as well? This okay. is Casey's prom theme. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Kevin, did you just send me that? That's so good, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> yeah, wow! You chose Super Mario Brothers as your prom theme, and now all I can picture is people out there on the dance floor dancing to Atomic Dog while wearing suspenders and red hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and see, this, everybody, like during my prom, everybody is going to be dressed, you know, Super Mario Brothers theme. Except for me, I'm still going to be in my Bismarck key outfit with yeah. the uh, big white wig. <laughs> Yeah, so. and now I'm like, I want to go the to DJ's, prom. you know, King Koopa. Yeah, dude, it's Meanwhile, it, it writes itself. I'm like a black Mozart, you know, going around the dance floor, and everybody else, Super Mario theme. I want to be at Kevin's yeah. prom. Like, I want to go to Kevin's prom right now. It, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it is gonna be fun. It sounds like the most fun prom of all it time. It sounds like a madman's fever dream because <laughs> <what> it is. <laughs> it sounds like one of your random scenarios you bring up on the show. Yeah, I, I still very much would like <laughs> you guys to create uh, your prom oh, posters. We'll have a tray of pastry crack on the table. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still would uh, like very much for you guys to create a prom light. poster. I think I, I created mm-hmm. one. I think we should all three create a prom poster for our event that we will put up on our um, – our social media site so people can go over there and check them out. So if you guys can do that, that'd be cool. Just use your theme. You know, you've got a little bit, you you got some skills. You got some skills. I think you guys could, I think you guys could both pull it off, but 
Um, so if they'll do that, I will release mine um, down the social medias, and then you guys can hopefully you guys can create a little prom poster. You don't have to go crazy; just make it fun, you know. And we'll put that mm-hmm. stuff out. Like I said, mine will be out, um, and then if these guys create one, we'll put theirs up as well. And our social medias, so you can go over to like our Instagrams and stuff and see those. They'll be out by the time this episode comes out. Uh, so there you go. There were our choices. Um, maybe you guys have some choices uh, as well. You guys can send those in. We love to hear them. I have a few from our listeners. We'll put it out there, and um, we have a few people that, that chimed in. We have Mike Brinkman chimed in. He said he would put Let's Dance by David Bowie. That would go great on my mm. list right there. It would fit perfect on my prom list. Uh, Kelly Luttrell said, must have been loved by Roxette would be her uh, slow song. Connie said, I don't care. I'm just going with Cindy Lauper, all of it. <laughs> so Matt, Con- <laughs> Connie said all of Cindy Lauper. Skiznot, our man Skiznot came in, and his is one of my favorites. He said, I'm not actually a fan of the song, but I had the time of my life. And he wrote it like that. I just want that to be. <laughs> he said, <laughs> He said, this probably has to be on the list. He said, I'll tolerate the song as long as it's played in the corner. <laughs> so uh, you guys can always let us know if you have thoughts, what you would put on the list. I will be honest. We got a buttload on Twitter as well. Never going to give you up by Rick Astley. This is for Mercy J. Uh, Hurt So Good, John Mellencamp. I think we're alone now, Tiffany. Opposites attract Paul Abdul. And coming in just under the wire at 1989, she said, and this is how she wrote it, Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson, great one, great one. Dreams by Van Halen. Um, He said it was the 87 prom theme song at his high school, which is pretty brilliant right there. Let's see if we have anybody else here. Uh, We had a lot of likes on this one, but uh, oh, yeah, Armchair Booking said, you're going to love this, Spando Ballet, true. There you go. <laughs> he also said, Sergio Mendez, never going to let you go, and Madonna's crazy for you. This was one of our most popular ones we put out there. We had, we've had we had a lot of thoughts on this one, so I like that. Uh, movie Muggin, Rio Duran Duran, uh, We Got the Beat, The Go-Go's, Kids in America, Kim Wilde, Rev Up by the uh, Reviolis, uh, Re- Revillos, <laughs> Reviolis. Wow. <laughs> the Raviolis. I'm really hungry. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really hungry. Pork chop sandwiches, Ravioli. <laughs> Somebody call Chef for <laughs> Oh, damn. We just started our own breakfast club. We just started. Shut the hell up! <laughs> hey, here, here's here's the new here's the new uh, challenge for everybody. Uh, it's not going to be a, a, a difficult challenge. I want you to comment on this post whenever this episode goes out of the Breakfast Club. Who do you prefer, Ali Sheedy or Molly Ringwald? Ali Sheedy. That's what I want you to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm asking the listeners, but so, we all know that you know there's one that's far superior than the other. Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Um, yeah, some more from Movie Mugging, though. We got more. But before the makeover. Before I screw up Before the makeover. Before I, yeah, even before the makeover. Absolutely. No, especially before yeah. the makeover. Yeah. They they made her worse. So I called them the under. raviolis and then we got sidetracked. But it's <laughs> yeah, my fault. It's my fault. I, I admit. Uh, never say never by Romeo Void. He, Dancing with myself, Billy Idol. Turning Japanese to vapors. Metro by Berlin. I melt with you. Modern English, Matt. And uh, come on, Eileen. Yeah, yeah, that was a classic one. Dexy's yeah. Midnight Runners. Put that one down the feed someday. Um, from eighties uh, bands and musicians uh, off Twitter, we have I am the Music Man by Black Lace. 
Uh, we God, we have a ton, man. This is so cool. Uh, my weekly mixtape says it might sound me cliche, but I don't think there's a better song to close out the night with than "Don't You Forget About Me" by Simple Minds. So we got a lot of crossover stuff on here. Oh, by the way, the uh, the dreams. That's what the the Van Halen. I should I said Scott. I should let you guys know that's Scott from Behind the Funny, who we've uh, oh, d- done okay. a show with. Cool. So yeah, he's the one who said dreams. I, Which, I, by the I way, we got that. a we got a nice little request from uh, from Ace about another T shirt that's based on a Kevin quote. Talk shit, get yeah. hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wants that as a shirt. Oh, talk shit, get hit. That was a good one too. <laughs> so I have a couple more. I told you guys we got a lot on this one. This was our most popular one we've put the call out for by far. Raspberry bidet is not a shirt yet, but who knows? It may be. <laughs> Currently <laughs> say, working on both. <laughs> could be. Could be. <laughs> So Rayborn and – oh, no, I'm sorry. That was just like Tracy uh, – Trisha Stone King said, I can't fight this feeling. Ario Speedwagon, Almost Paradise, Mike Reno and Ann Wilson. I Remember You, Skid Row, The Search is Over by Survivor, Take My Breath Away, Berlin, Missing You by John Waite and Sister Christian by Night Ranger. I'm digging your list. I'm digging your list a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, then Barry Green says, The Reflex, Duran Duran, Take On Me, Aha. Don't you forget about me. This one's a, that was a huge. That's a very popular one, Matt. Like a lot of people were going with. Don't you forget about me? Yeah. Uh, sweet dreams like are I made said, of these. It sums up the eighties. Yeah, I mean it's very John Hughes prom. Like it would it would have to be right. It just yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sweet dreams are made of these by the Arrhythmics. Um, Don't you want me, baby? By Human League. And everybody wants to rule the world. Tears for fears are all on her list. Um, Tammy Deaver, who is an author. If you guys. Haven't checked her out online. She writes a lot of 80s trivia books and stuff. Trivia um, books, okay. She picked Truly by Lionel Richie. So there's that one <laughs> as well. It plays as you walk into Lionel Richie's steakhouse. <laughs> the So Wizard podcast <laughs> said Rhythm of uh, of the Night and the love theme. The love theme. The love theme. <laughs> the love theme from Over the Top. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Meet Me Halfway Across the Sky, which is a great Kenny Loggins song, but I don't think it is a love theme. It's about his kid. <laughs> it's so good, though. Oh, I love that so much. I love that song. It is so – that the movie is pure cheese, but in a good way. Uh, then the we, 80s were a time where just like movies about arm wrestling were a thing, you know? Yeah. Nintendo championships. Trying to, you know, save the rec center. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, we got a shit ton for this, guys. Sean Jones says, I can't fight this feeling. Aria Speedwagon, Almost Paradise. Uh, hey, no, I already Sean, said that one. Um, that's all the that's all the searches over. Yeah, I read that list. I'm sorry. Uh, every rom-com off of Twitter says, Almost Paradise, If You Leave, Crazy For mm-hmm. You, Glory Of Love. <laughs> they said this is a mixtape. I don't know how we didn't get that one. Yeah, that's, that's a, a, it's a great song, damn. man. Uh, they said this is a mixtape I actually look forward to hearing to you guys. So we're there you go. We got that one out there. All, All the right. rest they don't like. I've already <laughs> I've already made it. Just waiting on the episode artwork to be made. So So uh, I think we're getting close to the ones I see here. I'm trying I don't want to miss anybody. We have uh W James um subdivisions by Rush. I think if guys if I missed yours, it was a ton this week, which is awesome. Um, really appreciate that. If you guys ever, like I said, all of our social medias are a really good way for you to um, let us know if you have any uh, anything you would like to add. We do. Matt usually puts together listener 
mixtapes as well. This one's going to be a little tough, Matt. I will try my hardest to get you everything I was going to say, send me as much as you've got. I will so, take screenshots and if, send it to you that way. If it appears on there more than once, I will only put it on Yeah, that makes sense. We're not going to, we're not going to, you know, have, you know, 15 versions of. You know, Obviously, all of our. By Spandau Ballet. Or all of our we, stuff is out there. He always does the um, playlist for ours, and then he puts together a separate one for your guys's. Yeah. Our social media is the best way to let us know what you would add to these lists. And if you send it over um, and Matt picks up on it, he will usually add it to the playlist. So yes, I will. Uh, thank you guys for sending all of those over. We will let you know um, what some of our next lists are as we put those together, too. And uh, we love getting your guys' feedback. So uh, I think that's it. That is our list. I hope you guys agree with our prom choices this week. We had a good time putting this one together. Um like I said, hopefully I'll put my poster out and these, if these guys get time, they'll create their prom posters as well. We're talking like the posters you would have seen around the high school, like so showing that the prom was coming. So um, we'll put that oh, out yeah. as well. Again, social media is the place to check all of those out. Um, please go over to the website, the mixtapepod.com. You'll see it's been revamped. The interviews are easier to get to. Also, you will see friends of the show over there. Uh, People that we have collaborated with, talked to, or have really just helped us out in general. Uh, people we appreciate. We got some really cool stuff lined up coming up over the next few weeks. Um, we're going to have a couple of guests on the show. Uh, we've been talking to a few other podcasts. We may do a crossover here and there. So come back to check all that stuff out. Guys, yep. am I forgetting anything before we end this episode? We're good. Yeah. So much going on. So much. We had a weird episode. You guys don't even know the the multiple times we had to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but we got through it. We got through it. And hope you got. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We enjoyed doing it. Uh, we'll keep talking to you. We'll be back soon. Hey, again, thanks for so much, man, for the the huge spike we've had recently. Um, and listeners, uh, please share the show. That helps out a ton. Uh, we got some really mm-hmm. cool shit in the works. Go check out the YouTube channel. We got yeah, uh, definitely check it out. Uh, Newest episode of Rewind Toys is out. Uh, Mad Balls, no, Mad Balls, Mad Balls is yeah. out now. Um, and uh, we're working on a new Twisted Kid. It'll probably be up in a couple of weeks. And that is yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, the Toy Maker. God, and good God, it will melt your brain. <laughs> <laughs> it is tease. It is bad, but in a fun way. It really is, and it's yeah. It's not overly gory, which we'll talk all about, but like you it's would expect really it. not. It's man. really not. In fact, we'll talk about all that in the episode. But uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, if you want to watch that and go over and, and uh, check out the videos when we put them up, you can do that. If you really want to torture yourself, there's a three disc box set <laughs> which of the Matt, Silent Night which films Matt's that bought. I got at Walmart. It's on Blu-ray too, so <laughs> so you got to see it in Blu-ray. Yeah. I just watched it on Tubi. Oh, no, I watched it and then bought it. I just watched it. Yeah, on I Tubi. watched it on Tubi as well. So. so it's available on Tubi if you yeah. guys want to check it out there. Uh, that's it. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and remember, until next, we have the opportunity to speak to you to always. Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Yeah, it wasn't our worst. (laughs) It wasn't. We've done way, way worse than that. I feel. Oh yeah. Oh god, that was fun. Shit, man. I I didn't realize how many people had sent in music until I started like scrolling down. Is that our uh, most interaction so far? Uh, yeah. As far as people giving in. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that this one kind of hit. Better challenge everyone who commented. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. There you go. Let's get that going. Yeah, ramp that up. 
I'm gonna get try all to, kinds of stuff from us. Try to get you all of these. Because there's a butt ton. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Kev, did I send you over the, the Macarena video? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty wonderful. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you send it to him because I, I don't. So. That's cool. I'll, I'll email it over. Yeah. It's, it's so good. You've got to make it last. This is a great song. I mean, I think I might be convinced at a certain price to let go. Not at any price, Matt. You not at any price. But uh, you can't yeah, convince me at any price. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like screenshot all these and, and send them to you that way. That way, can you like? This is the behind. This is what you guys said behind the curtain. This, this, yeah. this is this <laughs> how we work on the show. <laughs> lots of text messages and voicemails. Not really voicemails. Emails, screenshots, screenshots, pictures of my butt. There's a lot of rambling. <laughs> Wait, I like pork chops. Where's this from? Hold on. How many times? Oh, yeah. Don't let go, baby. Like then? Should be. How many times? Hell yeah. Miami Vice. Do you guys have photos from your prom that you could uh, post God, on the no. Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to a prom. Uh, oh, as as indicated by your just a friend selection. I don't. I don't, I did, I, God knows where they would be. Like, seriously, I don't know where they would be. So, I don't know how relevant this is, like, anymore, but apparently, uh, Selena Gomez was working on a TV show based on 16 Candles. Interesting. Yeah. That could be interesting. Anybody ever think he was saying, F you, leave? F you, please. F you, F you, leave. <laughs> I won't cry. You already are, though. Sound like you're crying. <laughs> no, I'm not. My eyes are just sweaty. <laughs> My eyes. Sweaty eyes. Sweaty. <laughs> oh, shit. Sweaty. Kevin number two, sweaty red eyes. <laughs> Blonde goatee. Sweaty eyes. Terrible person standing in the corner of a prom. <laughs> oh shit, we're done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love you, bye.